Welcome to the New Stories Podcast. In this episode, SSFS Head of School, Dr. Rodney Glasgow, interviews middle school faculty member Lindsay Kellogg and student podcasters Ben and Zoe about their podcast, Have You Heard, which is a part of the middle school online newspaper, The Wildebeest Weekly. Following their interview, you'll hear clips from the Have You Heard podcast to get a taste of what to expect. Hello, everybody. I'm Rodney Glasgow, the head of school at Sandy Spring Friends School. Today, we're going to talk about our middle school's new podcast, Have You Heard, H-E-R-D. So let's see who our guests are today, and I'll ask y'all each to introduce yourselves, tell us how many years you've been at SSFS, your grade affiliation, and anything else you want to tell us as we go into the conversation today. And, and we'll go Lindsay, Ben, Zoe. We're going that order. I'm Lindsay. I have been working at Sandy Spring for about six years now, and I actually went to Sandy Spring as well. So been here a while. I teach digital media arts, and this year I'm also helping with the Wildebeest Weekly website, which is where the podcast that Ben and Zoe do is hosted. I'm Ben. I'm in eighth grade. I've been here at SSFS for six years. I've been on Wildebeest, Wildebeest Weekly since the very start of electives, and it's great to be here. Uh, hi, I'm Zoe. I'm in seventh grade. And as well as being on the podcast, I also occasionally post art on the Wildebeest Weekly. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you all for making the time today. And, and you've mentioned Wildebeest Weekly. Could you tell us what that is, when and how that idea got started? I know the podcast is a part of that. So the Wildebeest Weekly is the middle school digital magazine, and we started it with our electives, the first quarter electives, and it's been going through until the third quarter. And we have a lot of different sections. We have students who can upload art like Zoe does. We have teachers who can write pieces. I think one of our most recent things are the advice column with Franny, which has been really fun to start. And Have You Heard is kind of a little subsection of it, and it's like the middle school podcast. At the beginning of this school year, it felt like there was a limit on how much people can share what they're doing. So much of what we do at school gets shared with others, whether it's on bulletin boards or at arts night or just around campus. And we wanted to build a place that people could share what they're excited for in their class and their free time, things like that. So we've had people, like Ben said, who shared their art. We've also had people share things from science class. I think we had a math project on there one day. We've had reviews. So it's a whole collection of things. It's a nice way or there is a community where we can share what we are doing and share it with each other. Lindsay, I really appreciate that because you, you're getting to one of the questions I had, which is knowing that this started this year in one of our most unusual years yet. Why did y'all think to start a magazine and a podcast and a whole communication vehicle in this particular year? What about this year spoke to you for this project? This is something the middle school has wanted to do in the past. The upper school has something similar. They have the will design and the middle school wanted to also have something. But this year was the catalyst to get it done. This was the year where it felt most important to have that. It's just another way for us to feel like the community when everybody is so separate. 
Yeah, I totally agree with that. And it's just been such a hectic year. And on the surface, it looks like we haven't been doing much. We've just been staying home, wearing pajamas to school and drinking too much coffee for me. But in, in reality, we've got to do a lot of interesting things at home that we may not have been able to do in in-person school. And especially now with the transition, we have just so much to talk about. It's like Lindsay said, this year is really the catalyst for getting everything started. Yeah, it's especially important this year because being at home all the time, hopefully you'll spend time doing something. A lot of people have been doing art or baking or some other thing like that. Mm -hmm. But it's good to see what other people have done, share what you've done. It's a good way to connect us. And what I love about your podcast is in a year where the podcast could be really heavy, there's a lot of topics y'all could cover Y'all are sort of covering everyday middle school life kind of topics. I know the first one centered around art and some things y'all are doing in the art world. And the second one is so funny, centered around, what would you call it? Bootleg products that you'd find on the internet and rating those. I, I wonder, was that part of your purpose when you sat down to do it? Did you make a decision of, we're not gonna do a heavy pandemic podcast. We're gonna do a podcast centered around middle school everyday life topics Mm -hmm. yeah i think we started this as an escape from pandemic life and just talk about fun quirky things that we like to talk about and that we want to share with people that's the original reason we started this yeah because if we just always you know talked about pandemic things that wouldn't be very uh fun would it (laughs) so of course we gotta we gotta fit something else in that's not unbelievably depressing right I also love that you decided to talk about coming back to campus after all this time. You did it in a very funny way. I might not have these concerns about coming back to campus, but I know middle schoolers do. So talking about COVID testing and who is giving you the COVID test, I know that's a thing you guys like to talk about. So including that was very good because I probably would not have thought to include that in my list of pros and cons of being on campus. (laughs) so funny I'm thinking about I don't know if y'all have experienced this but there's one COVID tester who goes extra deep with the swab and and you want to know who that person is (laughs) exactly and we we are walking back from the gym we're like yo it's Kevin and everyone's super excited (laughs) so just sign of the times sign of the times I'm also wondering in all the different media outlets you could have had and formats you could have used, why a podcast in particular may have spoken to you. So for middle schoolers right now, why are podcasts an attractive thing? I feel podcasts are more like just kind of like recording a conversation that you're having with people. So it's better than a script or some sort of performance. Yeah, I, t- I totally agree with that. It's definitely, like Zoe said, recording just a, like a normal conversation that two people would have. And I think that really speaks to people as opposed to just words on a page. It's just way more interesting uh, and interactive. Lindsay, when you think about middle school developmentally, why do you think a podcast really speaks to where middle schoolers are in their development as a tool? I'm thinking about the things that people have really enjoyed creating on the website. And we recently started doing reviews as well. So people talking about different shows and books that they've really enjoyed, but they keep those concise. They're like, I 
want to share my opinion, but don't necessarily want to spend two hours writing out this huge review. In the podcast and talking out their opinions, they want to go on forever. (laughs) They want to talk about these things. This is the way that they want to express themselves because it's not just Zoe and Ben. Every time they also add in a third person. So they've been changing up who is also with them each time so that there's one additional voice. And it's so interesting how that additional person jumps in so easily. There's no lag. Isla was the person who was in it most recently and she was on it right away. She was like, I need to tell you my pros and my cons. Let's go. So it just felt most natural for them. Yeah, totally. I totally agree with that. Every other person we have on the show is just like another co-host. I love it. So Ben and Zoe, talk me through your creative process. When you sit down to make a podcast episode. What do you think about? How do you plan it out? How do you decide who's your guest? All that. To be honest, I think it's just whatever's fun or interesting. <laughs> My entire brain yeah. runs on autopilot, so I just kind of come up with an idea what I think of it. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think it works out most of the time for what would be like an, like an enjoyable thing to hear about. Yeah, during uh, the elective time, we sit down with the person we're going to be we're going to have on the show and we talk through all together. We come up with ideas, we brainstorm and we talk about what we think would be good, what we think would be a fun topic and something that we'd be able to do as just like 13, 14 year olds hosting a podcast. And yeah, I think involving everyone in the way that we come up with the, the idea for the podcast really helps. So as a budding podcaster myself, the tip I'm taking away from the two of you is there's an organic piece to it. You don't want to plan it too much. You want it to feel like a natural conversation. You want to have a topic and a good guest and then let it flow almost like you're at the kitchen table. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I Um, love that. One thing I was going to say is just that when I've listened to podcasts or watched people have guests on their show, a lot of the time, the host has a list of things that they want to do, or everybody knows what the topic is. And the host is going to bring whatever that thing is to it, bring the pictures, bring the videos they're going to react to, whatever it is. The interesting thing that they've done is because they're working with the all the co-hosts at the same time. They know what the prompt is going to be ahead of time. So when they did the bootleg picture one, all of them brought pictures to the table. They all knew what they wanted to do and all brought something to share so that they were at every point they were reacting to something new. They would bring something they wanted to share and then they would react to what other people's brought, which I just thought was an interesting way to do it because they're all collaborating on it at the same time. Mm -hmm. I love that. What are some things, knowing that it's also organic, and I'm hearing Zoe say, it's kind of in the moment. What's relevant in the moment is what we talk about. Are there things you know now that you want to do for a future episode? Can you give us a preview? Yeah, so we usually come up with like two or three topics uh, when we talk about them. And if we don't choose that topic for the current podcast, usually choose it for the next podcast and we've been coming up with ideas like maybe talking about our favorite topics doing another ranking list because we really enjoyed doing that talking about our favorite subjects but one thing i'd be interested in doing in the future is like interviewing a teacher or interviewing like a student creator we usually highlight a student creator on the magazine and like interviewing them in a podcast would be a really interesting idea for the future Mm -hmm. 
Well, certainly count me in. Y'all have been on my podcast, so I would be more than glad to be on your podcast. Count me in, in for that. I'm going to ask you a question that I ask everybody on the podcast, which is how does what we're talking about today, this podcast that you're doing, this gathering of, of middle school conversation in this unique way, how does that speak to the mission of our school and even our motto of let your lives speak? What's the connection? Well, I think the main thing is everyone's voices get heard. We have different guests on the show. We have a bunch of different opinions, people from different walks of life, and everyone gets to talk and come together about one topic, whether it be frozen cons list or random funny stuff like bootleg products. Everyone can get their voices heard and speak their minds and come together as a community. I think Ben has kind of taken over the role a little bit as the person who starts the podcast and leads us into it. And Ben, I think you've done a really good job of listening to what the students have to say and guiding it into what the topic is. Or if somebody doesn't necessarily immediately agree with the other person, you kind of guide them into either understanding what the other person's saying or guide them into the next part of the conversation or being all right with the fact that not every opinion is going to be exactly the same. Because I know when you do tier lists, you're placing things and you have to agree to some extent on where it's going to go. And both of you are pretty good at just listening to what each person has to say about it and then placing it where it goes. So the collaboration on that has been really good, I feel like. There's so many opinions. <laughs> and, and I'm hearing two of our Quaker spices come out in that description, right? Simplicity and community have really centered your podcast in a very wonderful way. Lindsay, when you sat down and decided to offer this elective and to sponsor and coordinate this podcast with the students, what do you hope would be some of their biggest learnings from engaging in this? I like making websites. I like the design component. And so my first instinct is always like, yes, I get to show them how to use a new website or something like that. And I was just very excited to get students in on this sharing component of it and getting their opinions out there because I don't know if the middle schools ever had a magazine or newspaper. So it was a new outlet to share this information. It started really simple. At the beginning of the year, we just had an arts page, a what people are doing in the classroom page, a staff page, and a weekly update where we put things like challenges and such like that. But I think that's all we started with. And then by the next time, we also had reviews and we had a podcast. And by the next time, we also had advice column and we had several videos on there. And it now we're at the point where it just keeps building and building, which is really exciting because the hope is that this can hang around for a while. While it may have started this year, I definitely don't think it's something that ends this year. It is a living thing that people can continue to contribute to and feel like they're a part of this. Maybe it's a thing that people look forward to when they get to middle school. They get to contribute to this new site or they might want to be a part of the staff on it and be a designer for it. Or maybe they want to write articles. I would love if at some point we got more article really digging into what's going on around campus and such like that. So far, we've focused so much on the 
creativity and the opinion. And I want to get more of those articles. Ben was also involved in this, but we also do have a students for change page as well. So that was really exciting. We had a students for change elective and they made a whole page and they did a section on uh, climate change and a section on Black Lives Matter. They gathered resources and things like that. So it's just a great place to house all of these ideas in one place. I love it. So Zoe, what would you say could be the hardest part for those who are thinking of starting a podcast themselves? What, what would you tell them would be one of the biggest challenges in a podcast? Uh, biggest challenges? I think it's, if you're trying to do something where you talk about something like funny, or you're trying to make good, interesting commentary, it's coming up with something to say. That might just be more of a me thing, because I'm not good at deciding what to say next in the sentence. And it sometimes makes what I say sound a bit like odd or unnatural. And so I, th I think when it comes to planning what you're going to say, how you're going to say it, it can be hard, especially when you're trying to be funny or joke. I like that idea, Zoe, because you've been doing this for a little while. And I know for everybody, it's hard every time because it's so hard to come up with the next thing. But every time you do it, you get better at it. <laughs> I love that. So I'm also hearing that it's a way to practice public speaking skills and, and a way to just practice verbal communication and organizing your thoughts. But what a great platform to do that in, relevant and in real time. As we wrap up, when you were coming on the podcast today, was there something you were excited to make sure we talked about or that you shared about your experience that we want to make sure makes it into this podcast? Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, I For love sure. that, Zoe. And tell me, it's it's funny you bring that up because I did watch that and I wondered, how did they come upon that particular topic? So what's the history behind that particular podcast? I've been seeing a lot of people do tier lists of things, which I find fun for like, I don't know, just writing things I enjoy. And I enjoy the absolutely hard knockoffs of popular products. And so I thought it'd be funny because there's so many of them to like rate some of the uh, more popular ones, or by that, I just whatever came up first on Google search. And I think it's really fun as a, just a thing to do. You, you get to see something funny and you get to rank how good you think it is. I thought it'd be fun. It was, it was great. It was great. Ben, was there something you wanted to make sure we talked about today? Yeah, I mean, let's see. Well, shameless promotion for the magazine. Please go check it out. Um, <laughs> But other than that, this whole like process that we've been on with not just the podcast, but the magazine has been really, really fun and just a really great experience. And I would encourage anyone to try to do something, try to be creative and just have fun in like everyday life, whether that be recording a podcast, writing something, writing down your thoughts at the end of the day or yeah, just anything. It's been a great experience. I'm not really uh, a super creative person, but this podcast and this magazine has really helped with that. And yeah, let your life speak, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I love it. Lindsay, any final thoughts? Well, first, I think Ben's underselling himself a little bit. <laughs> He's been a part of this for the whole year and has been one of the driving forces. Zoe's also been there the whole year and they've both been contributing in a lot of different ways the whole time. So Without the like core group of our staff, the site wouldn't exist. So it is nice to have that not only were you guys interested enough to sign up for it at the beginning of the year, but sign up for it a second time 
and a third time. (laughs) That's awesome. I feel like this site is kind of just like a great archive of what students are doing. I think it's a great thing to do no matter what. I loved every painting I got from students that was like, I painted this during my quarantine times, or I was online and I needed to learn how to do this in my own time. That is so cool to see what people want to learn on their own and share with each other. I want to keep encouraging students to keep doing that, even if we're not just at home all the time. No matter where we are, we're always going to be creating things. We're always going to be wanting to share things. And this is just another way to do that. And I think it's just very powerful. And I hope people keep submitting and adding to it and hope it keeps growing. Awesome. I look forward to continuing to to tune in to your podcast. I think it's a great example of what our school is really about. Student voice, student initiative, student leadership, and joy. And so thank you for bringing us that, especially in this unusual year, and for all of the work that you put into making it look like so much fun, because I know it's both a lot of work and a lot of fun. Thank you for being on the podcast. I look forward to returning the favor and I'm sure y'all need to go and create. So I will (laughs) let you do that. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. And now, episode one of Have You Heard? Hey everyone, this is Have You Heard? I am your host, Ben. I've been at SSFS uh, for around three years, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Zoe and Jonah. So introduce yourselves, guys. Hello, my name is Zoe. I've been here for... Uh, nearly two years, but basically just one. And yeah. I'm Jonah. I have been at SSFS um, since last October. I started um, here in fifth grade. And also, I'm colorblind. Hey, that's pretty cool. All right. So these are the three hosts and co-hosts. Um, it might switch up. There might be different people uh, in each podcast. But so far, uh, here we are. And this is uh, obviously the first episode. Uh, hopefully many more to come. And this episode, we're just going to be telling you guys about the podcast and about our website, Wildebeest Weekly, which you can access and go to at wildebeestweekly.com. You've probably already been there if you're listening to this. So uh, all right, so Zoe, how about you start us off um, and tell us a little about a little bit about the uh, website? All right. Well, our website is about basically what's going on either at school or what people have been making or just you know events around the world. It's like a combination site of you know a lot of different things at one time. Like we'll have art, maybe we'll have stories, reviews, what we're doing, or or like things are going outside the school. Also, um, it's a place where students and teachers get to share their, um, share their artwork and, um, reviews and all that stuff to make it public and because they want 
a lot of people to know. All right. Um, so that was a pretty good description. I don't think I could have uh, said it better myself. Um, but yeah, so it's pretty much what students uh, around the school and teachers as well uh, have been doing, have been creating. Um, and if you're listening to this, hopefully you have something that you might want to submit um, and feel free to do that. Let's just get started with, I know, uh, Zoe, you've had some things that have been uploaded to the website. Uh, I'm not mm-hmm. sure about uh, Jonah, but me personally, I am the uh, head or manager of the content creation branch, and I'm hopefully going to have something uploaded to the website uh, by Friday this week, which is going to be the 20th of November. So, um, Zoe, how about you tell us a little bit about some of the stuff that you've uh, that you've done? Uh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm an artist. I've been doing it for a a surprisingly long time not sure how but uh and i've i've had quite a bit put on some stuff older some stuff newer and you know i'm, I'm really like in i'm really passionate about what i do all the time so i thought you know it'd be a good idea to like share that stuff and so that's why i've been i've been submitting a lot of it onto the uh, magazine re- recently nice and uh jonah uh, have you uploaded anything, and why did you upload it? And if you haven't uploaded anything, uh, what things might you try to upload in the future? So, um, I actually um, haven't uploaded, but I am planning on doing it. I like um, to make videos, especially stop motion. I also like to draw, and um, I just like to um, have people see it. It's... Um, kind of satisfying for me nice nice and um what kind of stop motion tell me more about that so i do it mostly with legos and little um figures and toys and um i do videos with people just some of them are just with me nice okay and uh same question for you zoe what kind of uh art form do you like what's what's your favorite to draw oh and, man uh me uh, about that i've i've been I, i've i've tested with a lot of different things i mean what i mostly do is like digital art mostly because it's it's it, there's a lot of different options you can do with digital art that makes it you know really like easier and just you know it helps you if you're trying to do something specific but I've, I've done like a lot of different things like i've done painting i've even done things that aren't like drawing where you do like uh, sculpting it's it, I find it really good nice yeah that's awesome and for me I uh although I like drawing I'm not particularly good at that but I'm kind of like Jonah um in the way that I also enjoy making videos um and I've gotten really interested in video editing specifically um and so like I said I might try to upload uh more later on in the magazine or maybe even later on this week um, and so what are, another question is, what are some of, uh, y'all's hopes for this, uh, magazine? Where do you hope to see it go throughout the course of this year? Um, and what would you like to upload in the future? Personally, uh, I would really like to see it, uh, actually have, uh, a lot more people upload. It doesn't have to be everyone, but I'd love to see a lot, a lot of involvement throughout the Sandy Spring community. And I just love to upload some more videos to it if I can. Um, so let's start off with Jonah this time. What What are your hopes for the magazine and what do you want to upload in the future? So I think um, I want, I, I like to um, 
inspire people to do these t- this type of art because I think it's fun and I want to um, spread it um, because I want others to have fun. And I also want people to be able to um, share their personality and um, and beliefs with um, their art. Nice. And uh, let's uh, let's go move on to Zoe. What is uh, what are your hopes for oh, the man. magazine um, that you want to upload? Well, uh, I've been planning actually recently to do a specific like project where it's a horror comic. Uh, I've been getting into Junji Ito a lot recently. One of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite artists. He's terrifying, honestly. I love him. And so I thought I'd do something almost based on that. That might, not like specifically super scary, but like a almost, you know, just something. Nice. Yeah, horror comics, uh, I've been trying to get into those. Um, but I, I still mainly like, you know, normal comics. And mm-hmm. um, it looks like we are just out of time. This concludes our episode of uh, Have You Heard? And remember, if you haven't heard, now you have. Up next, a clip from Episode 2, Bootleg Tier List. Our middle schoolers rank some of their favorite knockoff products. Hi there, and welcome to Have You Heard? My name is Ben, I'm in 8th grade, and I'm joined by Milana and Zoe. Hello! Uh, today we're going to be discussing uh, knockoff brands and ranking them on this here tier list. So, uh, Zoe, take it away. Alright, instead of using the actual site, I decided to make my own because it wanted me to log in, and I didn't want to do that. So, getting right off to the bat, a nice one here we got is Powermon. It's a part of a lot of people's childhoods, you know? Not this one exactly, but it still counts, right? What do y'all think of this one? I think I should give it a D. It should be Pokemon. Yeah, yeah I mean, if, I, I, if I saw this one I in the agree. store, I'd probably run and cry. <laughs> That's going to get a D no, from me. I would buy it, man. This, I mean, would you? It's I'll probably cursed. Let's go with D. Yeah, it's probably cursed. That's all right. That's <laughs> yeah, probably cursed. I wouldn't be surprised if it... Like you know that one like Pokemon episode that gave people seizures? Yeah, that's, that looks like that entire thing. Well, that's interesting. I had no idea. Good, oh good yeah, Porygon. I appreciate that. Thank you. All right, all right. We, have, we all know we all know this game, right? Uno. Uno. Do you guys Uno. Like Uno? Yeah, I love playing. Uno is my favorite game. I play Uno, <laughs> Uno with my family every Christmas, man. It's awesome. I mean, I would honestly. This looks hysterical. If it was Uno, it'd be better. But like, I'm gonna put Uno. I just really want to see what the cards are. The title yeah, is kind of cringy. Say, like, it doesn't I'll put really it at sound. <laughs> it's. Yeah. It sounds like a warning. Like, oh no. Uno. 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 Yeah, what do you What do you guys at, think of this? I'm gonna uh, say would D. you buy this like for the stockings? D. I would totally no. buy that. Yeah, hundred percent. I'll give it a C. Well, I mean, I'm sure there are better ones in here. What do you think, man? Yeah, I'll compromise. I'll say C. See, I'd give that a C, too. I mean, if I saw it in the store, I'd probably, again, I'd cry. But more importantly, I'd feel inspired to never do something like that. I don't know how to Ooh, explain this cutie. one. Skinny. That sounds weird. Skinny. You guys know Skinny? You like Skinny? I use Skinny. Skinny is amazing. I love Skinny. I buy the Skinny cameras. Uh, it, it's great stuff. I, I love Skinny products. Yeah. What, what do you think, Alana? I think that I'd give it a E. Because, first of all, it's supposed to be sunny, but it's skinny, and it sounds really weird. Skinny. 
Oh no, I'm kind of vibing with uh, with a uh, skinny over here. Honestly, I don't like I the think title. The title is a bit odd. I will say. Mm-hmm. And that's a little lazy. Double A batteries. I don't like the color of the batteries either. Yeah, but like, it, oh, the batteries do say squeeny, so you could just have some squeeny batteries laying in your house. Um, yeah, I'll say D tier because it's good, but it's also it's a little lazy on the knockoff. All they did was put a squiggly for the O. But yeah, I mean, I personally would never offer anyone squeeny, so yeah, I get, I think that deserves a D for disappointment. <laughs> all right, and then oh, oh world favorite, we all love Ditos. Oh no, we Dito. all love Ditos, don't we, baby? Ditos are amazing. Giving it an F. Every day. I, what do you think about this, man? I like the, I like the, uh, I like the packaging. Um, and I want them in my lunch every day. Uh, I don't really like the packaging personally. I feel like it reminds me of fear. I feel like it would taste like Play-Doh. Yeah, you're so, right. Doritos already taste like Play-Doh, though. Like, it wouldn't make a difference. Well, at least, at least this one, I don't know. Something about it looks intimidating, and I don't enjoy it. Agreed. Yeah, F tier. I agree with Milana. I give it an F because, um, first of all, it's really cringy and also peculiar. Like, you've never seen a Dito's bag in a grocery store. It's usually Doritos. So it's that's like a like forbidden worst, product. Yeah, that's like one of the worst products here. All right. Agree. That's going to be an F from me. It strikes fear into my heart. I don't want to look at it. Next one we got. This one's great. Scurple. Sherpie. Scurple. Scurple. Oh, Scurple. Hold Scurple. on. That's not right. I That's like worse Scurple. than I. I hate that right. name S-tier. so much. S tier. S tier. Scurple. S tier. I love Scurple. I love Scurple. I love Scurple so much. Milana, what do you think? <laughs> I think I'd give this an E because um, it looks very similar to like the Sharpie, but still the name is. Um, disgusting and uncomfortable to say like skirple the marker skirple so okay. it doesn't really make any sense like giving an e but okay no, but because like, of the, the... What, if you're at school and your friend says you got a pen and you're like yeah wanna skirple amazing wanna skirple yes s tier or a tier i okay Maybe because of the list opinion i'm gonna give it a b yeah agreed that's, okay. that's fair if anyone gave me a skirple i'd, I'd be afraid Again. The next Have You Heard episode offers a pros and con list of returning back to in-person school. Hi there, I'm Ben, I'm in eighth grade, and welcome to Have You Heard. I am joined by my two co-hosts. Hello, I'm Zoe. Hello, I'm Isla. Um, And this week, we're gonna be discussing the pros and cons of online and virtual school. So the three of us uh, have both gone back uh, to in-person school. And it's been a really uh, quite a good and safe experience. And so we just thought it'd be a great idea to um, talk about our experiences, both in virtual and in-person school. So it is, um, it is my knowledge that Zoe has made a list so that we can list our pros and cons. Um, so you can go ahead and share that. All right. So uh, Isla, let's go with, uh, let's, how about we start off with our pros? Um, and then we can uh, go to cons. So Isla, 
Would you like to share one to start us off? So one of my pros for in-person school is it's a lot of fun to see people in person because most of the classmates that、uh, I had in my virtual classroom when we started off the school year, I had never actually saw them in person. So seeing them in person was really cool. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And also, like, I haven't seen these people in like a year, and so all of them have gotten like way taller. It's it's kind of crazy seeing them in person, but you know it's really nice to be back on campus. One of my favorites, my favorite things about like getting back to school is probably like the gym because you know my favorite sport is basketball,、um, and I really really enjoy like playing on an indoor court just because it gives you it, it's just much better quality,、um, and so I've been playing on like asphalt courts and getting to like. You know, play sports in the gym、um, is really, really cool.、Um, and the the gym teachers are keeping it super safe and socially distanced,、um, while also you know letting us have fun and doing our own thing. So that's like my biggest pro. The, the thing I was really looking forward to, and I'm really excited about. So, how about this? So we we shared some pros. Let's go to cons, and then we can come back to.、Um, Some more pros, some more good things. So, I love if you want to share like one of your cons about、uh, either virtual or in-person school.、Uh, feel free. Um, one of the cons I have for in-person school is that we have to get weekly testing, and I just don't like the way it feels. It just makes your eyes water. Yeah, I actually like the feeling. If I'm being honest, <laughs> it's super weird. Yeah, I don't know why I like it. It's just like weird. I don't like you it got, very much. <laughs> you know Kevin, like the the tester. He's like a celebrity on campus now because he like, is. He's great though. He's like super super chill. Like he does it. It doesn't hurt at all. And then with when a different person does it, it hurts a lot more. Yeah, that one other person. That was painful. That was not a fun experience. But yeah, Kevin's、no. like super chill. Everyone's like in the hallway, like, oh my gosh, it's Kevin. It's great. <laughs> uh. Okay, so I think for like a con,、uh, I think it's like having the social distance because I mean often it doesn't really work that well in school because of how many people there are, but like it can be rather difficult at times. Yeah, I agree. But I think honestly, like I've seen, I have some friends in other schools who've tried to go back and they've had to close down really quickly, just because it's really hard for them. But uh. You know, it's it's pretty difficult, but、yeah. the things the things that they do, you know, with like the seat spacing is actually pretty good.、Mm. I think the main like annoying part for me is the staircases. Like we have the up staircase、oh, yeah. and the down I, staircase. I forget you know, all the time, and then you look really, really dumb going up the down staircase or going down、right? the up staircase, and then you have to go back and then go down the other staircase. Do you know、exactly. how many? Do you know how many times I've accidentally I've forgotten which class I had next, and so I will go downstairs, and oh, my thing was upstairs, and I have to go all the way back upstairs in a full circle. And then everyone just stares at you. <laughs> all right, I think I honestly I think、um, I don't really have a con that's like too big. I think the main kind of like frustration really is like not not being able to、uh, play basketball or kind of like. Sports with like a ball, um, at recess, which was like annoying for the first two first two weeks that we were back. I don't even know how long we've been back, but um, 
Oh god, yeah. I think we're we're gonna be able to start actually like using sports equipment finally during break. But yeah, that was just like a really minor kind of annoyance. But you know, standing is pretty fun too. <laughs> can I share another con that I had? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so when you go to class, there's like this constant fear of having to go to the Zoom zone. I hate the Zoom zone. Oh my gosh, I love it for math class. It's so fun. I'm like the only person who's enthusiastic about it. I don't like it. The I whole don't point, mind, I guess. Because I feel like the whole point of coming to school was so that you wouldn't have to Zoom, and then we have to Zoom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But, uh, you know, guess- honestly, it's it's better than like, being at home and having your mom like making tea in the kitchen while you try to focus on the dining room table so true although i do like tea so yeah i'm a fan of tea too honestly (laughs) all right but um let's go ahead and share uh some more of our pros feel free to share like one or two um you can you can go ahead and uh share a pro um well, one of my pros is that since we're in person, electives are a lot more fun. Oh, yeah. Can I say one, They're too? Way more fun. Yeah, sure. Go ahead, Zoe. This is a quick one, but um, uh, it's not exactly about COVID, but it's kind of like with wearing masks. I, this is a pro, I enjoy wearing masks a lot more because I don't have to, like, look at my mouth. I oh feel my like, God. I feel like I, I look best. I look best when most of my face is covered. That may, right? that might sound like an insult, but I, believe me, I think so. I am in complete agreement with you, especially with like zits. It just covers them all up. It's like amazing. Oh, I just do it. I just think makeup. like in general, I look better. Yeah. Like I I've been wearing glasses for the last couple of days when we've been in uh, school mm-hmm. because I have like all my face covered. And I think that makes me look much better. <laughs> it's a good style i enjoy it and it keeps your mouth warm like i'm having to wait 10 minutes for the bus in like 12 degree weather and you have the mask on it helps like way more oh yeah i mean i i often have breathing issues it's a little bit off sometimes but it's not like a like like an awful you know yeah and i think um another pro that i have uh is kind of smaller but like the break boxes that they add so that you can actually like take off your mask in a safe yeah. area it's so nice because like that was one of my biggest worries is i was just gonna like get like lightheaded having to keep the mask on all day but like the break the break boxes are really nice oh but like it's a lot better because okay in my own school i i had like almost like you know that kind of like he- like uh, like lightheadedness you get from too much heat like yeah. heat sickness i that happened to me twice during pe but in here in maryland because I used to live in LA and that was so hot, dear God. Uh, <laughs> but now that I'm back here, uh, it's a lot colder, and so you don't do that. If we, if I had to wear a mask in LA during PE in that kind of weather, I, I wouldn't. Not be a fun time. I'll say that. <laughs> Rip. Hey. I, Have you ever seen those like athletic masks that you can get at Under Armour? I have like three I of them. They're so, so nice. Oh, I highly recommend them because they feel like you're just like wearing nothing at all. It's great. This has been Have You Heard? Uh, I'm Ben, and I have been joined today by my lovely co-hosts, Zoe and Isla. Goodbye. Um, Yeah. And uh, remember, if you haven't heard, now you have.
That's it for this week's episode. Want to experience more of our middle school community? Visit the Wildebeest Weekly at wildebeestweekly.com. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the New Stories Podcast.